Welcome to Crazy Day, where I explore my own curiosity and invite you along for the ride. Ready to go? In episode one, where I introduced the origins of the name Crazy Day, I mentioned the concept of enjoying the journey. This is a concept that's become more and more important to me in recent years as I've learned more about the world around me and grown to appreciate the experience of just being on the journey of life, appreciating the beauty around me every day as I live. Of course, life happens and we make plans for tomorrow or next week, assuming we get to experience it, but there came a day in my life where my perspective made a huge shift and along with it, my life. I saw that so much of my life had been spent focused on the future and what I thought that should look like, or in the past, and all the regrets that brought up, but so little of it in the present, experiencing the people and the beauty in the world around me in the moment. It was like a splash of cold water to my face the day I realized how much of my life I had let pass me by because I had been so focused on the last thing, or the next thing instead of just enjoying the journey that I was on in the first place. Some time ago, I was on Spotify, wanting to listen to something, but not really in the mood for any of my normal go-to artists or bands. When I don't have any particular preference at the time, I like to explore what's out there by typing a few random letters into the search box, seeing what comes up in the results, and then checking some of them out. That day, I found a playlist featuring tracks where the artists mixed spoken word pieces with electronic beats. It was kind of cool, so I played that in the background while I worked in my shop. One of those tracks caught my ear when I heard it. Because I wasn't paying total attention to it, I went and played it again to see what had jumped out at me, and it it entranced me. So I played it again. Same thing. I played it over and over for what seemed like an hour, but it must have been at least ten times or more, before I finally moved on to the next one. I've since found the lecture that was featured by that artist in their work, and thought I would try to read it for this episode as a way of both honoring a piece that was so moving to me, and also to share it with you. But as I tried reading it aloud, I found that so much of what I found moving was due to the fact that the speaker was a wonderful orator presenting his own thoughts with a level of comfort that I just couldn't replicate. And so I thought I would recreate the principles of the original speech, borrowing some of his concepts, but putting my own spin on them in the hopes of being able to share a message from Alan Watts that once moved me practically to tears, But in my own words, I hope you enjoy it. From a certain perspective, our physical universe is basically playful. I mean, there is no necessity for it whatsoever. It's not trying to accomplish anything or be anything. It isn't going anywhere, nor does it have some destination that it ought to arrive at. Perhaps the best analogy we could use to understand this with could be music, Because in the same way, music, as an art form, is essentially playful. We don't say you work the piano, we say you play the piano, right? But music differs from, say, travel. When you travel, you are trying to get somewhere, 
But in our world, in our culture especially, we place value on being able to get somewhere faster and faster and faster. Time is money and all that, right? I mean, who hasn't secretly wished for a transporter a la Star Trek before a long trip at least a few times? Wished to skip the time spent traveling and just get where you want to be already. But as you eliminate the time and travel, you theoretically eliminate the distance, but you also effectively eliminate the journey. Because the fun of the journey is to travel, not to obliterate traveling. But see... When it comes to music, we don't start listening to a song on our favorite album or attend a symphony with the purpose of getting to the final track or to the next movement. We don't make the end of the composition the point of the composition. I mean, can you imagine if we applied the same value to music as we do to travel? The best musicians in the world would just be those who could play the fastest. How fast can you get through it all? There would be composers who would just write the finales instead of entire symphonies. People would dress up in their finest to go to the concert hall just to hear one final crashing chord. Because that's the end. That would be the point of it all. I mean, it's it's silly to even think about, isn't it? And it's the same way with dancing. You don't set a goal to make it to a particular spot in the room in the fewest number of moves or in the most efficient way possible. The whole point of the dancing is the dance. But see, we aren't taught this way by our education system or our culture, I don't think. We've created school systems which give a completely different impression of life and then reinforce it by rewarding specific behavior. We measure and grade children and put them into a corridor of this system with a kind of here kitty kitty kind of urging as they go into kindergarten. And that's great because you see, when you finish that, you get to go on to first grade and then come on. First grade leads to second grade and second grade to third grade and so on. And of course, grade school leads you to middle school, which leads you to high school. There's this constant pull to get you to the next level, to the next stage. I remember a certain dissatisfaction with whichever grade I was in. The next grade or the next category of schooling always seemed to have something better. Life always seemed to be revving up. The next thing is always coming. The next stage, the next milestone, the next achievement or trophy... And then when you finish that, you're off to college if you want to, maybe even graduate school. But eventually, when you're through all of that, you get to go out and join the world. You get to make your mark, find your success. But instead of feeling prepared to finally go out and make your mark on the world, it feels sometimes like we just continue down that same corridor, except with bigger treats. Instead of the next grade, With the next diploma, you now have a career to strategize, promotions to earn, investments to grow, influence to cultivate, impact to have, a legacy to build. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. We've got to keep moving. Got to be able to track our progress to see how far we've come or if we need to pick up the pace to meet those goals because the thing is coming. It's just over the hill. If only you can work for it, keep your eye on the horizon, set those goals, and the success you're looking for will be yours. 
Maybe you, maybe you get a job in sales or business where you've got quotas, numbers to hit, revenue to generate, or margins to squeeze out. And when you hit those numbers, then you've got new ones because the next thing is important now. There's no time to rest on our laurels. We've got new goals. We've got to grow, buckle down, and work for the next thing. The success you're working for, it's on its way. If you can just get there, here, kitty, 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 kitty. We're taught to work and hustle and grind, never rest, always strive, push, push, set goals, break goals, and push, push, push for more, more, more. That life is elevated. It's even idolized by some, and with those who exemplify that lifestyle, often held up as examples of what it means to truly live. But then one day you wake up, maybe you're 50 or 60 years old, you look at your bank account, your trophy wall, you read your letters of appreciation, and you think, my God, I've arrived. I'm there. I've made it. Except somehow you don't feel very different from the way you've always felt. Because we simply cheated ourselves the whole way down the line. See, I think sometimes that we're taught to think of life by analogy with a journey, like a pilgrimage, with a, with a serious purpose at the end. And the thing is to get to that thing at the end, success or destiny or whatever it is, maybe heaven after you're dead. But in our striving to get to the end and win, we miss the point the whole way along. See, life to me is much more of a musical thing. We're supposed to sing or to dance while the music is being played. I've seen many men who, after spending their life hustling and grinding for whatever they defined success as, found the wisdom in giving it all up to recognize the beauty in a flower. Men who, after a life of striving and sacrifice and missing out on his family, sure that they understand and support him, discovered the joy of being in nature. I have not seen any who found the opposite to be true. So what about you? When was the last time you stopped striving long enough to stare at the clouds? Stopped talking long enough to listen to your breath? Stopped watching market trends to watch one single bubble float down the river? When was the last time you sang or danced? Are you enjoying life now? Or are you so busy striving to create a life that you can enjoy that you aren't enjoying the life that you have? The music is playing right now. So that's it for this episode of Crazy Day. Thank you so much for hanging out with me to the end again. If you liked this episode and know of someone who you think would enjoy it, please share it with a friend. That really helps me out. If you're listening on a platform that lets you do so, a rating and a review would also help get this show in front of more people. And if you've already done that, thank you so much. It means so much to me. To those of you that have reached out to me in one way or another with words of support, that also means so much to me. Thank you. As always, I love you all, and I'll see you on the next episode of Crazy Day.